Last week, um, I was talking briefly about how sometimes we can veer off into irrationality and unreasonable discussions surrounding this and the dangers therein. Um, And it was brought uh, up, uh, I was talking about uh, the sudden influx of people once we started talking about vaccine certificates, vaccine passports, vaccine mandates. uh, You've seen it. If you've been on social media for all of 30 seconds, you've seen these comparisons to um, Nazis and what the Jews had to do. And you've seen people posting pictures of um, tattoos that were worn by people in concentration camps and um, the yellow star badge that Jews had to wear. Um, And those kinds of discussions and those kinds of comparisons are not helpful. And in fact, they're very, very hurtful. So we're going to have a discussion here because a number of people reached out and said, some said you shouldn't talk about this. Don't even give it oxygen. Other people said, no, 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 we do need to have a discussion about this. We have to talk about this and explain why these kinds of comparisons are not only ludicrous, but they're damaging and they're hurtful to a lot of people. So that's what we're going to do now. We're going to chat with Ariel Kimmel. Okay, I'm going to bring you on the air. I have to try and work two people at the same time, Ariel, so be patient with me here. I sometimes mess this up. Um, She is a government relations consultant and a second-generation Holocaust survivor. And we also have joining us Steve uh, Schaefer, who is an Edmonton-based lawyer and president of the Jewish Federation of Edmonton. Do I have you both on the air? You do. Steve, are you there? I am. Fantastic. Excellent. First of all, thank you so much for joining us this morning. I really appreciate you both taking the time. Um, I guess let's start the discussion with you, Ariella, and just talk about when we when we see these kinds of comparisons. Um, let's just point out why they're so ridiculous and why they're so hyperbolic and hysterical, and um, and then we can get into the the damaging impact that it has. But first of all, why is it just a ridiculous comparison to try and make? Um, it's ridiculous for a lot of reasons, Shay. You know, I, I'm actually a third-generation survivor. My grandmother is the only survivor in our family. She lost both her both her parents. Um, and it is a ridiculous comparison because, you know, she was Austrian. She, um, she watched the Nazis march into Austria in 1938, um, and they immediately lost their rights. Um, my great-grandmother was killed in a concentration camp, um, and my great-grandfather was killed because, as a Jew, he wasn't allowed access to medication to treat his diabetes. Um, vaccine passports might feel to some people who don't choose, are choosing not to get vaccinated as an inconvenience, but it's not, a discri- it's not discrimination. And it is not, um, you know, and what is upsetting to me is, you know, I, I, I believe we're in the last generation that will have the opportunity to hear from Holocaust survivors firsthand. And this is just uh, feeding the den- uh, Holocaust denial. And it's um, really um, hurting the narrative of, you know, of, of education. Steve, when we take a look at that um, and we see you know, the comparisons being drawn. Um, first of all, you know, sure, it, it does limit the things that some people can do, but going to a hockey game um, is not the same as the kind of limits that were placed on Jews under the Nazi regime. Talk about what wearing that yellow star meant, um, what it led to ultimately, um, and just what a, a divisive element that was at the time. Um, so... I am as well, like uh, Ariella, I am a, a third generation Holocaust survivor. Uh, my uh, grandparents both uh, both survived. Uh, my my grandmother forced labor camps, and my grandfather was in Auschwitz and had a tattoo on his arm. Um, 
they were both forced to wear yellow stars when the Nazis uh, invaded Poland in 1939, and they both immediately lost all of their rights. And the punishment for not wearing the yellow star um, was, was death. death, right? Correct. Was was murder. And the Nazis used the yellow star as a first of numerous laws to segregate the Jews, to round them up, to eventually uh, put them all in one area so they could then use them as forced labor and then uh, move them to mass killing centers such as Auschwitz, as well as numerous others. And it was, it was a government-designed plan to exterminate a people for who they were. A vaccine passport, whether or not we've got one, is a plan to help keep people safe. It is the exact opposite. So by equating the two, you are not only denying what happened in the Holocaust, but you are delegitimizing what happened to the victims of the Holocaust and the survivors. And Ariel, I think that's the important point. When you you draw this comparison, um, and you know what, people can be concerned about it and they can feel they're being unfairly treated and things like that. But when you draw the comparisons between what a vaccine certificate means and what the yellow star meant, um, it, it, I don't want to use the word cheapens, but I can't think of another one. It really cheapens, it delegitimizes what we know was probably the greatest human tragedy in the history of our planet. It, it minimizes it, and to be honest, it, it and tries to delegitimize the stories that our survivors are telling us. Um, you know, then as I said before, there's only you know we're in the last generations that will get to hear them firsthand, and you'll you know people like me and Steve will carry on our grandparents' stories. But um, it, it's becoming more and more easy for deniers to um, to get out there, and and they feel more comfortable speaking about it. And this narrative has been running, you know. Since the beginning, uh, there was comparisons of lockdowns sure, yes. to Anne Frank, <laughs> uh, and you know I can't I can't leave my home right now. I'm I'm like Anne Frank. Well, no, Anne Frank couldn't was hiding in a basement because um, her family was being was going to be deported and and were eventually deported and killed in concentration camps. So uh, the comparison is you know for lack of a better term nauseating for me, um, but it does it delegitimizes the uh, and and minimizes the the experiences of of holocaust of victims um I'll put last one for you guys, and either one of you can weigh in or both of you if you want um and and I'm seeing it on the text line as we as we talk, and it's what I always whenever we discuss this and, and I'm sure you've seen it um okay, we're not saying it's the same, but this is how it started. This is the slippery slope that we entered down. I know you guys have done a lot of work about how this all came about and led to the Holocaust. Are we on that slippery slope? Is asking people to be vaccinated to go to a hockey game or to get on an airplane, is that the start of the slippery slope? Can you make a parallel to history in that? No. <laughs> Uh, you can't make a parallel to history. It's not a. It's not a slippery slope. Um, you know, in 1938, when my grandmother watched the Nazis walk in to Austria, and within days, her uncle was taken to uh, Dachau and um, and eventually murdered there. But he, it was. It's not the same. 
Um, you know, was her rights taken away? Was she unable to go to school? Yes, uh, but this is incredibly different. Um, again, it goes back to your minimizing the experience of the Holocaust. Um, and and frankly, um, you know, I'm sorry that you won't be able to go to a, a hockey game, but I, I tie back to my great-grandfather, you know, he died because he was a Jew, not allowed to access medication. If today this scenario was in front of him and he would never be able to see his child again or had the possibility of seeing a child again, I could tell you what choice he would make. Yeah, and, and the, only, the only thing I, I would add uh, is it, unequivocally, there is no comparison whatsoever. And to even say that this is how it started is in and of itself delegitimizing the planned mass execution of six million people because of who they were. And that was the stated goal. Um, that was the reason all of this happened. I mean, we can't... You're right. Drawing the comparison, drawing the parallels is just... It, it's nonsensical. Um, I can't thank the two of you enough for coming on and just giving us the background and some understanding as to why these kinds of comparisons are they just they're they're absurd really and i appreciate you giving us some insight thank you for uh, having us on and really appreciate uh, you um having us here to talk about it and why this narrative is so harmful uh to the survivors and the victims absolutely thank you steve yes, thank Ariella, you thank you so much thank for your you. time today um that is steve schaefer and uh Ariella kimmel um and uh Ariella reached out to me last week along with a number of other listeners saying you know what let, let's let's have a discussion around this. Um, and it's just trying to, you know, if you listen to this show, it's the extremist, it's the over-the-top that I think gets so much attention. And it's just sort of nice to get back to, okay, let's get real about this. Let's actually take a look at what we're talking about here. And these over-the-top, ridiculous statements are not only wrong, factually, but they're damaging. They're damaging to people. And, um, and they don't, they don't help. They're not productive in any way, shape or form.